Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jeffrey has somehow managed to attract Jessica and she's coming on a date with him right now. You got this, Jeffrey. We all believe in you. But then Jeffrey does something that most guys do. He begins to tell Jessica everything about his life. I work at the, the, the shop over there. I wake up at, at 2 p.m. sometimes. I have bad mental health. I'm really actually quite lonely. I love to play League of Legends and Valorant and I have the anxious attachment style. Jessica gets less and less attracted to him as the date goes on and she starts even feel a little bit repulsed by him. After the date, she doesn't even reply to any more of his messages. She's just ghosted him. Adonis. Adonis sees Jeffrey sitting alone and looking sad. Jeffrey, my boy, what troubles you? I was I was on a date with Jessica, but then when I told her everything about me, she got bored and left. Adonis, of course, knew what the issue was. She felt unattracted because you killed all the mystery, young Jeffrey. Attraction can only be intense when mystery is involved. Jeffrey thought about what Adonis had told him and realized where he had gone wrong. He told Jessica everything about his life. He followed all the normal advice that he'd seen up to this point in his life that he should open up and talk about his interests and his hobbies and tell her everything. He will not make the same mistake again. I want you to picture this scene. I'm 17, almost 18 years old, and I'm just getting a little bit comfortable texting girls and they're actually replying to me for the first time in my life. I'm about to go on to some dates. So imagine I've got a date booked and we're gonna go meet in town center at a cafe, get some coffee and just walk around. And imagine the date is booked three days from now on Friday. Do you think I would have left it there? Or do you think younger me would have been one of those guys, maybe like yourself, who would have continued to keep on texting her? So hey, uh, I said, what are you doing right now? And she just replies with a one word answer. TV, Netflix, eating. And then a small message after that, WBU, like what about you? Oh, oh yeah, she replied, okay. And she asked me the question as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm just a, I'm a, and of course I knew at that point, I'm not gonna like tell her that I'm playing video games or whatever I was really doing like fapping or something. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm fapping by the way, I'm on page 63 of right now. I was gonna tell her, so, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm in the gym, it's chest day today. It's having that kind of conversation where you ask her what she's doing and she asks you what you're doing and you have this like friendly conversation. Is that truly, answer this question, 
is that truly gonna increase her attraction into you? Do you think that the guy who's actually good with girls, and I'm sorry to disgust you, but maybe the guy who has been with the girl that you've got a crush on, maybe the guy that she's currently waiting to text her back and he's taking a while, you know, the guy that your crush is chasing, is he texting her, hey, hey, what are you up to? I'm just watching TV. Like, I mean, he might send her like a WYD text, like what you're doing in more of like, you know, a sexual tone of like, yeah, what are you doing? Come over something. But you've probably seen this around you that the guy that the girls actually go for aren't taking as much of an interest in them. And what's interesting is that the girls are taking an interest in these guys. And these guys aren't really ever answering the question that they ask. You know, I've got like, such a weird piece of advice. It's like a tip that you can follow, which sounds so silly, but it works like such a crazy amount. Never answer a question of hers that's gonna kill the conversation. So just quickly for this tip, just when a girl texts you and she says, oh, hey, how are you? The thing is you can be like 99% of other guys and be like, yeah, uh, good and how are you? And now you're just having a boring, stale, normal conversation with her. What you can do, which sounds so socially uncalibrated, but it works so much more effectively is that if she does ask you some kind of question or she leads the conversation down into a path which is gonna destroy some of your mysteriousness and it's gonna lead into some boring part of the conversation. Oh, so how many brothers and sisters do you have? What you can simply do is just not reply to that question. Take a little bit of time and then just change the conversation. So your text history might be her saying, oh, so do you have any brothers or sisters? You don't reply for an hour or two and then you reply with something like, let's get coffee tomorrow. It sounds silly and a lot of guys will never attempt this, but that's maybe because a lot of guys don't realize just how important it is to be mysterious to the girl that you want to attract. Because let's see it from their perspective. And I'm not talking about, you know, what some girls on YouTube or TikTok say that they want from guys. Yeah, I just want a guy who opens up and communicates. What a girl says, especially in front of a camera or in front of other people, is not always what she truly wants. A lot of girls will openly, happily with a smile and say, yeah, I just want a nice guy and then... So first of all, the videos that you've seen of girls even saying what they want, sometimes, a lot of the times, aren't even truly what they want. Let's actually look at it from her primal brain. Imagine a woman as a cave woman, primal, animalistic, no social conditioning whatsoever, because our brains are relatively the same as the caveman days. So she has these primal desires inside of her, what are they? Well, of course she wants a strong, masculine man who can provide and protect for her. And how can she tell that he is this strong and masculine man? Sure, she could, you know, she could look at you and see, okay, oh, he is strong. He goes to the gym. Nice, nice. But you know, one of the greatest assets, one of the best things that happens in a woman's mind for you that you're probably ruining with every girl that you speak to. Women's minds have a lot of fantasy. If she likes you, she will fantasize about you. And if she does not know what you're currently doing, most of the time, she will fantasize about you way more positively, way better than what you're actually doing. Her perspective of you, if she likes you, right? If you're some chump who's like, she's not replying to, then obviously like this isn't gonna help. But if she does have like a little bit of crush on you, maybe if she's met you for some dates, maybe if you've like kissed her or held her hand or you've got it even more serious and intimate than that, if she does actually like you, trust me when I say that she is fantasizing about you just through the day and she's wondering what you're doing. In the primal caveman days, you left the cave and she's thinking of, I was gonna say the dinosaurs that you were beating up, but I don't think dinosaurs were, but you know, she's thinking of like, hey, what if he gets hunted down by a saber-toothed tiger? No, no, he, he'd survive, yeah, yeah, he'd survive. What if there's another caveman who's, who's aggressive? No, he'd probably win because I've seen him fight. And if we just translate that to the modern day, and she, again, the caveat is that she likes you. Well, then she's thinking, wait, what is he doing right now? He's finished work. He's not replied just yet. Is he with other girls? No, no, he'll just be with his, his friends. I wonder which friends he's with. Maybe he's at the gym building muscle, but what if girls are looking at him when he's in the gym building muscle? Who is he messaging right now? And of course, you know, these thoughts are kind of a little bit negative, especially for her, you know, mental sake. But this is usually the dynamic of a woman who really, really looks up to, respects and values the man that she has in mind. She will fantasize about you and what you're doing as long as you stay mysterious. But 
imagine if she was gonna fantasize about you. Imagine if she was gonna think you're, that you're doing these amazing things and then you send her that dreaded message. Oh, hey, what are you up to? I'm just watching TV right now. Fantasy destroyed, mystery gone. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's just watching TV. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I'm watching TV too. But just before you sent that text or you know, maybe you met her in person and she said, oh, what did you do today? And you just blindly answer the question. Oh yeah, so today I woke up at eight and then I went to the gym and I did some training and I did this and did this and this, this. Mystery destroyed. So I wanna give you some actual like practical tips, like sentences that I personally say that you can kind of, maybe don't steal them exactly, but you know, make them like your version of them. And I'll give you a disclaimer that before I'm gonna tell you of some stories where, you know, I've remained mysterious and I've said like, you know, the right thing to a girl. It is gonna sound cringe when it's like me talking to you on the camera. Do you know what I mean? Like oftentimes when I try and give real practical tips, especially about dating and flirting, it always feels kind of cringe and uncomfortable because I'm not here with a woman right now. If maybe like, I wouldn't do this, but like if I recorded a video of me and my girl flirting, then that would be different. So I'm gonna tell you just logically in a dry sort of way of what I say and somewhat of how I say it. And so you can just kind of, you know, grasp an idea, but just understand that it's not gonna seem anywhere near as like good as it probably would be if it was actually with, you know, some woman that I'm flirting right here, right? So for example, in 2021, let's say through through the COVID lockdowns, uh, there's a girl that I matched with on Tinder. She's picking me up from my place and we're just gonna go drive and like listen to music. So she picks me up and we're driving over there and she said, oh, so what did you do today? And I already know what to kind of answer because I'm thinking, okay, I'm not gonna tell her the truth. Yeah, I woke up at five and then I was, you know, I'm on a dopamine detox, so I, I just don't really consume any bad dopamine. So then I had a cold shower because cold showers increased dopamine, which is really good. That, that Andrew Huberman said that it's really good. Then I, I brushed my teeth. I, I didn't floss in the morning because I, I floss at night and you don't really need, obviously I'm not gonna answer like that. Even if I did some fun stuff, right? So yeah, I went for a big run with a weighted backpack and I, then I set up my gym rings on a tree. It's like, it's not that attractive when you tell her. So again, this girl asks, what did you do today? My answer, you know, I'm laying back. It, it, it sounds cringe when you're, oh yeah, I was like this guys. I was such an awful male, but like, hopefully you can find some value in this. I'm like, laying, like pretending to be way more cooler than I actually am. I'm actually a bit of a geek. But I'm like laying back, arms up here, arms up here in, in the, the car. So what did you do today? Bits. And she laughs like, huh, bits? What, what, what do you mean you did bits today? Yeah, 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 I did bits today. <laughs> and then like, you know, she's like laughing about it. Go on, tell me. And then, okay, we move. And I grab my phone, change the song and the, the playlist or whatever. Boom, test passed. And it sounds silly and you're probably thinking, well, I can't reply to a girl when she says, what did you do today? And I just say bits. That's like at least my vibe that's worked for me is that I can answer with like a very short sentence of one word. Let's give you another one with the same question. Okay, what did you do today? If you answer this question, honestly, that's a mystery killer. Oh yeah, today, okay. So we know we're not gonna answer it directly, but she says, what did you do today? And you look at her and say, guess. Uh, I don't know, you just uh, you just went to work. And just look at her and just give her like a little grin. That. And she's like, what? What are you laughing about? What, what did you do? What? Nice. Now you're getting somewhere. Because if you just answered it, yeah, I went to work. Yeah, I work at that show. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. And yeah, yeah, And then you say, oh, what did you do? Oh, yeah, yeah, I just went on Netflix. But you can literally just look into her eyes and just say, guess. And whatever she guesses, just keep looking and just almost laugh as if she's totally oblivious to what you really did. Like, she's so off. Just that. She's going to be thinking about 50 different things that you did today. That's powerful. And this is a very, very specific example that I can think of right now of like a broad personality, like style change that you could make of becoming more mysterious, but hopefully you can see what I'm getting at here. But you might think, wait, Hams, okay, this could maybe work with some broken Western women that I met on Tinder two years ago. It's okay, fair enough. But this wouldn't really work with my wife though. No, my brother. This is 10 times more important to use on your wife. A hundred times more important. This is where guys get messed up. Guys think that these like tips that you're learning here are only for, you know, casual degenerate stuff. And yeah, it's, you know, I just want to be totally honest and comfortable with, you know, my woman, like, you know, when I really get married, then I'm just going to be normal with her. No, no, no. You have to understand 
understand that especially with a marriage or the mother of your children or a serious relationship, the girl that you're totally in love with, especially with her, that's when these small things matter the most. Because you want to know that probably the number one thing that destroys relationships, you know the statistics from like scientists and researchers say it's like financial issues and all this stuff and stress. It's not. There's something that they can't measure, but there is one absolute killer of relationships and it's probably ended all of your previous relationships, all of mine, everyone that you see around you. It starts with the same core problem. And then, you know, it's like, oh, the financial stress is annoying us. Now we're going to get a divorce. Okay, fine. But there's one main issue that causes all relationships to break and it's depolarization. Depolarization is when a man and a woman start to become too similar equals. And soon enough, they're more like friends than they are lovers. Because when you met, you were so mysterious to her and she was so exciting for you. There was so much energy, so much newness to your relationship. And it is extremely rare, extremely rare to carry this on for the long term. Imagine that first date that you had with, you know, a girl who becomes your girlfriend or your wife and how nerve wracking it was and how like exhilarating it was to be in each other's companies. And you probably didn't even have any thoughts in your mind. Is it like that once you've spent a hundred hours, 500, a thousand hours together? Depolarization is when a masculine man and a feminine woman start to become too close to each other. And sometimes it even goes the opposite way. And the masculine man starts to become a lot more feminine. The woman becomes a lot more masculine. To stay polarized is such a beautiful thing because that is where you stay as a masculine, mysterious, strong man and she stays as a beautiful feminine woman. And this is so rare. You know why? Because this this is very, very important. Honestly, I hope that, you know, this sounds like a bit, you know, weird or just trust me, I'll explain now. You know why this depolarization happens? Why couples get depolarized? Familiarity. Too much time together. In the modern day, it's seen as so normal to have this desire to spend all day with your partner. That's seen as like healthy and it's, it's, it seems like a good thing, right? Until you start to compare it to every relationship of every couple up until 100 years ago. The man used to be out of the house away from his woman for hours and hours and hours, sometimes days and days and weeks and weeks and months and months and months. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I like to relate everything back to our natural like caveman days, like, you know, evolutionary stuff where you just sat in the, in the cave with her every single day, just looking at the cave painting, like, oh, <laughs> just like friends. No, because you needed to go get food. So you got up, you trained every day, you became more and more athletic, and then you went out on the hunt and she genuinely, genuinely did not know if you were coming back and you were gone for maybe hours sometimes, sometimes days. Think about that right now. I know it's like, you know, it seems silly caveman, but just really think, okay, just genuinely think if that was reality. 
if we were cavemen, you're in the cave right now with your woman. You can't even like speak English, but you can communicate in the language of love. And it, it is wild and passionate that the times that you have together, animalistic. And it's time for you to go hunt. And she's dreading this moment because she's terrified. She doesn't know what's going to happen, but she believes in you and you go, you leave that cave. And she's just sat there a little bit anxious, maybe a lot anxious, just waiting for you. And imagine that moment after she's been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, scared by herself that you return with a massive bore on your shoulders. Imagine how your woman would look at you then. Imagine, you know, that instant presence of love. As soon as you'd lock eyes into her, how different would your energy be? How passionate would you be with your woman at that kind of moment when you've just disappeared for hours, maybe days? Genuinely think she's like, literally imagine that. She has literally woken up, went about the entire day and gone to sleep when you went out for the hunt. She has no idea where you are. She has hope that you're coming back, but she isn't actually that certain. And then you return victorious. Do you think you're going to feel depolarized after that? Do you think that you're, yeah, you're just going to go sit down and watch some Netflix or some cave painting after that? Or do you think you're going to drop the board down and walk straight over there and passionately ravish her straight away? And yeah, oh, caveman, okay. Obviously, it's like a silly example, but the modern day isn't that different because you could go to war, metaphorically. You could leave the house. You could leave the area. You could go and do something exciting where she is waiting for you. It's destroyed this familiarity between you two. It has skyrocketed the mysteriousness inside of you. And then you come back and you are so polarized, so different from each other, so much energy and passion built up inside of you. But that may be one of the best things for your relationship ever. And so if you compare what you've just imagined of this like caveman relationship to how couples these days are when they live together and they go to sleep next to each other reading the same book and then they wake up and they kiss each other and then they're watching Netflix and it sounds so cute. It's so cute, isn't it? But then they do that tomorrow as well and the day after and the day after. And yeah, okay, the man goes to work and maybe the woman does too, but the woman kind of knows, yeah, he'll be home at 6.30. Sometimes he's home at 6.45 because, oh, wow, the traffic today. But they are very familiar with each other and depolarization stems from familiarity. Where is, ask yourself this question, where is the mystery of the modern man? Imagine you were a woman and you dated like a normal man, maybe like yourself. Would you actually think that you were mysterious? Would you get sexually excited for yourself? Would you spend any amount of time thinking, what is he doing? Is he with other women right now? Is he like working on some big thing in his business? Is he is he training right now? Or would you just think, yep, yep, 11 p.m. That's usually when he's playing legal. Oh, look, he's online playing League of Legends right now. I'm telling you all this because I have made so many mistakes in relationships. And this is the most costly of all. It's that I became in such a weird way too close to the girl that I was dating, too familiar. I spent too much time with her. I talked to her every single day. And now these things seem like normal things. Everyone wants this, doesn't they? Like in your mind, you must understand in your mind, you have these beliefs that this is exactly the normal thing to want for in a relationship is to talk every day and to spend a bunch of time together and to have sex every day. It seems like a really good idea in the short term. And then you realize that actually this is deteriorating the long-term survivorship of your relationship. Because now I have a slightly different attitude to relationships, a different dynamic. If you're interested in my personal life, if not, like, I don't know if this is going to be valuable, this part of the video now, so you can click away if you want. But if you are interested in my personal life, there are two pictures that I'd really like to show you, which moved me as soon as I saw them. My best friend, Sam, showed me both of these. The first picture is a soldier on the train kissing his wife goodbye just before he goes to war. And do you know there's the quote, like a picture is like a thousand words. I think you can see the thousand words straight away. He's going to war. His wife's going to be neurotically anxious, so worried, not knowing what's going to happen. He's filled inside with so much excitement and nervousness and love and so many different emotions, so intense. And as much as she doesn't want him to go, she actually needs him to go because it is this concept of going to war that is, I think, one of the most important 
for a normal, healthy, long-term relationship of a masculine man and a feminine woman. And we don't have this anymore, do we? We don't have this concept of like a guy going to war these days. Like some countries are in war, but I'm saying for like, you know, the modern couple in like a country that's not actually war-torn. There's no such thing as going to war. Yeah, okay, oh, I'm going to work, honey. I'll be back in nine hours. Imagine all that they're both going to be feeling right now. Imagine even just leading up to this picture being taken. Okay, they know that June 11th, he's going to be going off to war, you know, taking the train away to go to the training camp. Imagine the weeks, maybe even months before that, in that woman's mind and heart, she feels the coming pain of their separation. And so she is like on her best behavior. So is he. And they're so into each other because their time together is actually limited. And that seems like a bad thing, but that is so healthy. Their time together is limited because he is going to war next month. Do you think they're going to be spending time reading the newspaper, watching the television together? Especially imagine the last few days. Imagine how precious those last few days would have been for this couple. Of course, anxious and of course, nervousness for both of them. But imagine how much love would have been in the room and how passionate they would have been in those last few hours. Compare that to another couple of this exact same moment that you don't see. There's, you know, this other fictional character that's not in this picture of the guy on the train. Okay, this other guy, right? And he's got a wife as well. And he finds a way to not need to go to war. He's pretended to break his finger or faked a sickness or doctor's note or something, right? He's the lucky one because he gets to stay home with his wife and they're going to have such an amazing time, aren't they? Imagine their dynamic right now and how passionate that couple would have been to this couple on the train. This couple on the train, it is their limited time together. So it's going to be special. And yet that couple, if I'm imagining some overweight guy, I can't help but think, yep, that the kind of guy who wouldn't want to go to war is probably going to be overweight. He's, you know, done something. He's going to stay at home. And even his wife is saying it's a good thing. Oh, yes, you know, I'm so glad that you're, you're, you're staying here. And then they have an argument in a few days. And then his wife seems to respect him a little less. And I'm sorry for being vulgar, but his wife seems to be drier physically. That's never happened before. And she doesn't really seem to be as sexually submissive as she used to be. But, you know, that's all minor. Like, yeah, I get to escape war. I'm really lucky. And maybe they don't divorce or anything. You know, times were different back then. But their relationship is going downhill. They're getting more familiar with each other. He's lost all mysteriousness because he has to, you know, he has to sit at home, pretend that he's disabled or something. So he doesn't want to go to war. And his wife just sees him every day. You know, she walks past every single day. He's just there reading the newspaper. Think about his existence. Is that a good? I mean, yeah, he saved himself. You know, he, oh yeah, you're, you're definitely safe from war. Nice. But even inside of him, he's thinking, okay, I don't have to go to war. I'm getting kind of fat. My wife doesn't respect me anymore. I'm bored. She doesn't sleep with me like she used to anymore. I hate how she talks to our neighbor. Her cooking's been worse recently. She's going back to her mom's town for three days. I don't know if she's going to like speak to any ex-boyfriends. I, I can't even trust her anymore. You see, abandoning your duty to go to war as a man, whether this is like literally or just metaphorically, you know, doing something very difficult where you're away from your woman for days or weeks at a time. It leads to resentment. It leads to this destruction of mysteriousness where she just sees you all the time. And this is what most guys are living like the modern day equivalent of the guy who refuses to go to war. So he pretends that he's got a disability. Now he just sits at home every day. Most guys are that guy. Most guys, maybe they go to work for a few hours per day and then they come home and they just hop on their PC next to the girl. Yeah, I've got a gamer girlfriend. Things are so amazing, guys. We we haven't had sex in the last three days. And you're thinking, oh, no, no, but th th that's not going to be me. Things would be really, really different, bro. Everyone thinks that. Because when you live in that kind of environment, when you spend so much time with your woman and you become depolarized and, and familiar with each other, the mystery goes. But let's go back to that previous couple, the one who was saying goodbye at the train station. And he goes to war and she goes back home and she's worried. She's worried. She's worried. She's worried. She's worried. She's worried. He's in the trenches right now, metaphorically and physically. And she's still worried. She's thinking about him 24 seven. Everything she does from making a cup of tea to gardening, to spending time with her mother is colored in the light of missing him, missing his love, everything. You see this polarity, this love, this passion building up, even though they're not next to each other. And then she gets a letter. It's a short and sweet letter from him. He's safe. He loves her so much. He can't wait to come back home and see her beautiful smile. And she's tearing. <laughs>
tearing down on the page. She loves him as well and she's writing one back. Imagine how beautiful that experience is. And then imagine this goes back and forth for a while and her heart jumps every time she just simply sees his name on an envelope and eventually the war is won. And then we see the second picture where he has returned back into the city. They're not even waiting till they get back home to passionately kiss, to reunite. Do you think this couple right here are gonna be familiar with each other or depolarized? Do you think they're gonna go home and stick Netflix on now and maybe play some video games together? <laughs> think about how passionate they're gonna be because he has been mysterious, because he has went away. The value of being mysterious is so high and you're beginning to see it now. And it seems a bit crazy. Wait, Hamza saying that we should go sacrifice our lives for our country. No, obviously not. I'm using this as an example just for like, I'm not saying, oh yeah, go, go sign up for the draft, bro. I don't think you sign up to drafts. I think you just go anyway. But the point is, go to war, disappear, destroy the familiarity that you have with your woman. It will be one of the best things that you ever do. I've made a vow to myself that these two pictures, the one that he's going to war and the one that he's coming back from, this is how I would like to structure my love life from now on. I'm making this video because I have been the other guy. I have been the guy who came up with some kind of excuse so that, that he didn't need to go and do that hard thing, that hard challenge, so that he could sit at home in a state of comfort with his woman because that's, you know, it seemed right. And it seemed like that's what she wanted. And that man or me, well, I've seen the destruction of the love of relationships that meant a lot to me because I became that guy who was just sat at home on Netflix, on video games. I, at one point I had a gamer girl, girlfriend, and we're playing games next to each other, Dying Light and Minecraft and RuneScape. And it, that seems like every guy's fantasy, trust me. It might be every guy's fantasy, but it was my hellhole. Because when you see your woman physically get less sexually interested into you, that is one of the most painful things as a guy. You know, oh, men are all sex obsessed, but seriously, you know, a girl could say something horrible to you, disrespectful, you know, and okay, fair, no, that's unacceptable, right? But the things that she doesn't say, but she can't help but do, she can't help but sometimes not be as like submissive as she used to be and beautiful and supportive. And especially the sexual things that that, that makes a man insecure, that messes with a man's mind. And so when you live, like I have done for a large time with, you know, like women I've been with, and you've become that guy who's just so familiar, who's not mysterious at all, you see the destruction of the love that once was the most beautiful thing in your life. It happens because as a man, you need to disappear. You need to have some kind of mission to go full focus into with all these thoughts and nervousness and anxiety and all this emotion and thoughts and everything. You need to be willing to drop it all to go pursue something so incredibly difficult that requires everything from you, including some time away from your woman. And that, in such a weird way, is one of the most attractive things that you can do as a man. Once she's in love with you and you need to disappear for a few days for a business meeting or for some athletic competition, you get to live like those two pictures. Go to war. I don't really have anything to sell you on this channel, like the work and the videos I do are for free on YouTube. And there's some products that I do have, but I don't really you know, push them to you or anything. What we've just started is YouTube channel membership. So if you want like an emoji next to your name when you comment. There's like a picture of Jeffrey, a little picture of Adonis. If you want that, I'm pretty sure it's like $5 or something. You can just have a look. It'll be linked in the description. It'll pop up as like a card right now. Click and watch this video right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.